Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and I may or may not be doing that voice just to get reactions from the faces around the table. Ugh. <laughs> so joining us today is Ugh, or otherwise known as... Samantha Krutzeger, or Botterail. <laughs> you Hold just, you just ruined the illusion. Hold on, let's do it over. Chicken nugget. <laughs> yeah, we were all good. Oh, sorry. They wanted to all be chicken nugget today because they want to see me like have an aneurysm right <laughs> yeah, here live on yeah. the podcast. It's hilarious. No. All right. So we've got Sam covered. Who chicken is, nugget. Oh, chicken nugget. Chicken nugget. All right. Chicken nugget. <laughs> chicken nugget squared. Garrett and McKenna or the chicken nugget. MC, MC squared is now yeah. chicken nugget squared. You don't know me. You must not know about me. <laughs> right? Yeah. Boom. That's that's the queen bee. It's me. Oh, no. I'm not. I would never. I could never. I was be, gonna say, come on. I could never be Miss Queen Bee. Mm. Well, I am. I'm just part of the beehive. <laughs> She's that's a pretty worker. much. That's all of us, really. Yeah. When you get down, to we're just it. living in her world. Yep. Well, today is December the third. Welcome officially to December. Last month of 2018. My birthday month. Woo! Samantha Monreal's birthday. Month. <laughs> like an alarm. She just like yeah. There was an alarm that went she off. She fluked. Right. I don't know what that was, but it was loud into the mix. There you go, guys. Enjoy. Uh, yeah, Hope so, you have earbuds in. <laughs> I'm sure you enjoyed that. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we didn't deafen anybody. But There's yes, cars going off. Samantha's birthday month and of course christmas month new year's month lots of fun things happening fun things going on down in the parks we're going to talk about some cool things in the park as we go over some news today is episode 33 whoa 33 that's three times 11 and you're, you're welcome and also i would like to wish a happy Hanukkah to those that celebrate. Ah, that's right. Hanukkah yeah. started, has begun tonight yes. or yeah. a Sunday evening, right? Um, Sundown and yeah. yeah. For Hanukkah, we'll have bland food for dinner. No, that's <laughs> false. You're, she's lying. Okay. I got some fun news to get to today. We're going to have a little M34D for you, of course. And then we're going to wrap up segment three. We have a, here's a little teaser. Big announcement coming in segment three. It's going to be huge. huge. It is. It is. We've, we've had some announcements here and there, kind of run-of-the-mill announcements. This one's a big one, so you're going to want to stick around for it. Let's kick it off. Going back to something we talked about previously, remember we had discussed the after-hours events are going to start occurring at Animal Kingdom and the Hollywood Studios? Yes. So this week, this past week, Disney announced which attractions will be included, and I would just like to say once again, <gasps> I was right about oh. both. Good grief. <laughs> it happens so frequently. Don't you all no, ever get tired of it? No, it doesn't. No. Um, <laughs> hey, is, um, is Stitch still closed? Stitch is still closed, yes. Oh, yeah. This, I guess we should do a December preview. Stitch oh. is still closed. 
<laughs> Garrett, you're grounded. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot. Uh, forever grounded. Yeah. Oh, man. Maybe we'll have to do an express monorail with a December preview because I don't have that planned for today. So maybe watch for something later in the week. We'll see. So here are the attractions that you could have access to at the Hollywood Studios during the three-hour after-hour event. Slinky Dog Dash, Alien Swirling Saucers, Toy Story Mania, The Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith, Star Tours The Adventure Continues, Star Wars Launch Bay, and then character greetings with Toy Story Land Pals, Mickey, Minnie, Olaf, and um, and that's the summary. And, of course, you also will have access to sodas and popcorn and ice cream, just like you do at the Magic mm, Kingdom. So Sodas. Yeah. <laughs> right now, there are three of those events in December, the 8th, the 15th, and the 22nd. So, basically, though, that's what I was saying. Like, it's going to – the main idea of this is to give you extra access to Toy Story Land. So, what rides are we missing? Um, it doesn't sound like many – are on that list. I can't even picture it. Right well, now. Muppet Vision won't be running. Boo. Aww. Boo. No Indiana Jones. Stunt. Basically, the shows and, are not going to be running. Okay, okay. That's what I'm missing um, are the shows. Yeah, the Little Mermaid show, the Beauty and the Beast show, no Fantasmic. Of course, that'll probably happen earlier in the but evening. Muppet Vision's awesome. It is, but will not be included in the After Hours event. There weren't a lot of rides, so after hours if a lot of people go you're still going to be in a line but reduced crowds yeah so hopefully yeah at animal kingdom the attraction list includes avatar flight of passage navi river journey the pandora drummers uh, expedition everest dinosaur it's tough to be a bug rivers of light will be running during the after hours event uh the tree of life awakenings triceratops spin if you would want to do something like that. No. Wait, wait. So do they have it's tough to be a bug open because there aren't any real actors? And in Muppet yeah. Vision, there's a real actor in that it? Could, that could be true. A real Muppet. A real Muppet. Sorry. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, that could be Muppets true. are That's, actors. Yeah, Muppets are actors. I'm right. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So anyway, mostly, you know, you get Pandora plus Expedition Everest, Dinosaur, Tough to Be a Bug. So, I mean... There's a few more things that are close. Like, you can't do Kilimanjaro Safari. You can't do... Um, Rafiki? Kali River Rapid. Well, that's been shut down. Yeah. Oh, wait. The Planet Watch has been shut yes. down. Yes. It's not coming back? No. It, they say it will in spring. Okay. But, I mean, it was I've already done it, closed. So. Primeval World. Who would want to do that anyway? No. So, no. some more things will be closed at Animal Kingdom. But it does say select quick service food and beverage locations will remain open through the night. And for Animal Kingdom, the after-hours parties are happening on December 4th, 12th, and 18th. And then there's a bunch planned uh, through the spring of 2018. Same for Hollywood Studios. Tickets for all Disney after-hours events cost $125 for advanced purchase and 129 day of. DVC and annual pass holders receive a discounted price of $95 plus tax. Again, if you don't know about the after-hours parties, we've talked about it a little bit because we did the Magic Kingdom after-hour party. But you get three hours of park access after the regular park closes and they say which means no wait for attractions eh, depends a little, a little bit, bit of wait. yeah um, but you can enter the park early starting at seven so so that does help out a little bit you get a, you get a couple more hours thrown in there on top of what you already get you'll probably get about six hours in the park and this is totally my own opinion but it sounds like the value is going to be more at the um, Animal Kingdom because of Pandora. 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 It's 
cool. The whole time I was there, I was saying it wrong. That's okay. I, I just said it wrong. <laughs> um, but, I mean, of course, Hollywood Studios has Toy Story area, but I just don't know if it would be worth the extra hundred and, you said, twenty-five? 125 for advanced purchase. I think yeah, it's definitely I just don't worth it for Animal Kingdom. Yeah, for Animal Kingdom, I can see it. And if you're somebody like uh, like a Frank Cardillo who's an AK hater because there's no shade over there. Oh, man. You go in the night, you don't have to worry about shade. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no worry, no shade. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I agree. I, I personally think you could get more out of the Animal Kingdom, especially considering Flight of Passage access. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I would spend that. And Expedition and Everest. It, like two to three times. That's, those are two of the best attractions in the resort. So. Yeah. I bet all, all the animals are going to be asleep. Though. Yeah, they'll be sleepy. Actually, animals are probably going to be out. Maybe you get some nocturnal animals. Yeah. I mean, those big the bats. birds, you'll, you'll probably be able to see the birds because uh, even if they are asleep, they usually sleep in pretty open areas on trees. I doubt they'll let you do the like the Maharaja Jungle Trek, McKenna. It's not on the list. So Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't. It'll probably That'd be, be kind of creepy. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Do it for Halloween. You know? Are they going to put the animals in costumes? Oh, no. <laughs> no. That'd be cute. <laughs> they give the gorilla like a pumpkin t-shirt. <laughs> that would be kind of cute. It would be cute. Um, but anyway, so let us know. I mean, if you, if you all, our lovely listeners, plan on going to an after hours event at the Animal Kingdom or Disney Hollywood Studios, I'd like to know what your experience is. I know you may not agree with us on our opinion of the Magic Kingdom after hours event. And again... I think there's value there. I just think that if you're taking a trip to the parks and you're trying to use the after hours as your only access to Magic Kingdom, I just don't think you can get the... I don't think that's the way to do it. No. Yeah, I agree. So, but anyway, I think you could definitely get some value out of the Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. I think crowds have kind of died, died down a little bit in Toy Story Land, but still. Yeah. Still be pretty good. And right now, they have it decorated. Toy Story Land's got the Christmas overlay and you get to see that at night. So, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Th- I mean... Not saying it's completely terrible. I just, and I'm a huge Tower of Terror fan, but I just can't yeah. spend that much money on it. That's all right. A couple other things I wanted to get to. First of all, a couple of mobile items of note. One is the Play Disney Parks app adds special achievements for the holidays. So again, they're still trying to get people interested and active on the Play Disney Parks app. In this case, guest at Disneyland can earn a holiday achievement for taking a cruise on It's a Small World holiday. And there's also an achievement for the Haunted Mansion holiday. For the Walt Disney World Resort, you can get a special achievements like the Showcase of the Season achievement and the Holiday Adventurer. So just a couple of things that you can add to your achievement list. Again, I've, I've been open in the past about the fact that I'm very driven by gamification and and if you give me the ability to get achievements on something i'm gonna try to go after it so yeah and i i typically beat him <laughs> let's not get into that miss, <laughs> miss emoji blitz over there um it's a winning. mobile game it's not that hard oh uh, apparently fired. i'm better than your dad at the not that hard game though exactly i'm becoming an old man which means i'm not good at video games anymore so oh that's so sad old man i get owned by 12 year olds on Fortnite. yeah i could i could beat you in super smash bros when that comes out i've never mentioned my strategy on this podcast for Fortnite because it's never come up but here's the way to do it you just you just hide the whole time. You just hide and stay away from everybody. And if you do that, you'll probably be top five every time. Hide and run from the storm. How are we talking about Fortnite and Disney podcast? Because we're talking about apps. All right. Next thing, Walt Disney World Resort celebrated one million mobile orders in the My Disney Experience app. 
So just this past week, there was a family that actually was celebrated for submitting and retrieving the one millionth mobile order. What? Yeah. Chef Mickey was actually on hand at the Magic Kingdom Park to commemorate the, the occasion with Walt Disney World Resort ambassadors as well as cast members who have helped guests order, pick up, and enjoy many of these million mobile orders. The family was the Ramus family from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and their mobile order was Dole Whip from Aloha Isle. Uh, and they were <laughs> like, you get a free Dole Whip. Well, in addition... They got a gift card worth $500 for food and beverage mobile orders at any of the 20 participating quick service locations throughout Walt Disney World. Wow. So, How about that? And so I wanted to talk about mobile order for a second because we've mentioned it. We've used it. Did you actually mobile order anything or was I kind of in charge of that the last couple of times? You did it. I've done it. Mm-hmm. I actually think it's really cool. We, we used it at Satuli Canteen mm-hmm. and that saved us a lot of time that because nice. there was a long wait when we got there. We showed up, said we're here. They started making the order. You know, it's paid for. You don't have to worry about scanning your magic band. Separate window for you to go pick it up. It's nice. We did it also at uh, Woody's Lunchbox. Yes, we did. And there was a long line there as well Mm -hmm. that we just jumped ahead. You you get these looks from people who I guess don't realize that this is even an option. Like, what are you doing? Why do you get to walk over there and just go get your food? But honestly, huge time saver. I find it to be pretty easy to use. I think it's a really cool thing. I wish... All quick service locations had it. I wish everywhere had it, so yeah. I never have to do anything well, ever again. You just don't like interacting with people. Yeah. <laughs> but Lame. but when you go to like a deluxe dining or a signature dining location, I don't think the that you're trying to emphasize speed. You know, so it's not. Well, that's different. Like you're not trying to get in and out quickly. You're trying to enjoy a nice meal. Right. Um, quick service is more about getting in and out quickly. Hence the name. So. I could, Mobile ordering makes deluxe sense. meal in my room. Well, you could room service. You don't have. Well, I guess you do have to interact with people for room service. Yeah. Oh, or oh shoot, I lost it. You oh, never had it. Quick service is actually for the people who didn't realize you needed reservations yeah. for the nice dining yeah, areas. That's true too. <laughs> but it's really, you know, it is. It's a really nice advantage. I I love adding the technology to augment your experience in the parks. I, that's why I enjoy the, the play Disney parks app. I like mobile ordering. I really wish it. And I love using the, my Disney experience app to edit fast passes, make new fast passes, all that kind of stuff. I hope they just continue to expand and grow all this technology integration in the parks. And I can't wait to see what they're going to have for us at galaxy's edge, because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of technology involved in that. Oh, area. yeah. There has yeah. to be. It's yeah. Star Wars. I oh, mean. yeah. Okay. If you go out to the Disney Parks blog in the last week and the Disney News website, there have been a couple concept arts and uh, example photos that you can see for some things. One of them is the storybook dining that they're putting in Artist Point at the Wilderness Lodge. They actually gave us our first look at what that dining experience is going to look like. And it's amazing. It really does look like an enchanted forest. It looks just out of Snow White. I think it's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, I think it's really, really neat to look at. Yeah, I saw a picture. It's really nice. The other thing that you can take a look at is the rooms that are coming to the Coronado Springs Resort, or as you and Landau's like to call it, the Colorado Springs Resort. Colorado. The the Grand Destino Tower Room uh, suite concept art and, and reservations are open now. So you can go take a look, and in that tower, there are going to be standard rooms starting from two sixty one per night, executive suites priced from five twenty three, one bedroom suites from nine forty per night, and then the presidential suite 
price from 1340 per night. Again, you can start making reservations for the Grand Destino Tower now, and stays will start July of 2019. So I was kind of vamping a lot because it looked like you were looking up the Snow White uh, storybook dining. Is it Snow White? It is. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. The beams are trees, and there are lanterns, and it looks like maybe the lights look like fireflies in the in the trees and stuff. It's pretty pretty cool. Transports you to a magical land. Yeah, and um, they have an enchanted apple cocktail that sounds pretty good too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, just threw that in on the side. That's okay. We're good. The storybook dining at the Wilderness Lodge is coming next year. I can't remember the dates right now, but you can look that up. I'm sure it's on the Disney Parks blog if you go take a look at it. The Grand Destino Tower, again, The you can start making reservations now, but the stays start in July of 2019. You know, if you want some help with that, you can always call our good friend Nick Salcedo at oh, Capture yeah. the Magic Vacations, and he can hook you up. You need a Nick in your life if you've never done this before, I promise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nick can help you out. All right. That's really all I wanted to talk about today. So now I think we should take a little trip over to M34D. And after that, stay tuned because we're in a very big announcement. In I'm the so final stinking excited. I can't even handle it right now. <laughs> you can hear the excitement in my voice. <laughs> Seriously, everyone needs to hear it. All right, we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Monday Morning Monorail. This is the Disney Deep Dive with the Dawes. And joining me live, video, internet style, is Landon the Dawes Don't. Isn't that what they say? Live, video, internet style? I don't know. That's exactly what they say. You nailed it, buddy. We're off to a one-for-one start here on the uh, M34D with the me. That's L-A-N-D-O-Z. Well, hopefully we can get off to a flying start because we're going to be talking today about an attraction that takes to the skies. No longer with us. R.I.P. once again. Yes, R.I.P. in peace. Yeah. This attraction lasted from opening day until 1999, and it held a special place in my heart. Um, And even though it wasn't a a dark ride or necessarily people wouldn't really probably even consider this, you know, something that had to be on the must-do list because, again... It was something you could probably do at your local state fair, um, <laughs> because as we'll talk about, these were these are pretty much everywhere, and there wasn't anything particularly special about them. But today, we're going to talk about the Skyway. Great sell job. There's, there was nothing special about them, but you know we're still going to talk about it. You're already halfway into the episode. I mean, we already got your click and download. Yeah. Dong, so you know, this you is Im- it's implied in our mandate. We have to speak about every <laughs> single thing that ever existed in any of the Walt Disney World parks. So coming next week, we're going to be talking about churro stands. Ooh, that would be fun. We should talk about I- snack carts. Yeah, actually, I could go for a churro or maybe one of those Mickey ice cream bars. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dang as it, long as, I'm hungry and I haven't eaten lunch. As long as we had samples, that would be good. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Disney hook us up. So uh, Send us ice cream to East Tennessee. Oh, yeah. They could do it. Dry ice boxes. Absolutely, they could do it. Yeah, that is true. So, okay, Disney, send us ice cream to East Tennessee. We're going to need 
ice cream bars and ice cream sandwiches. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to the ice cream sandwiches. Maybe some Bluth's uh, frozen bananas. Because there's always money in the banana stand. Always money in the banana stand. So you have to wonder, how much do bananas cost? Like $12 a piece or something like that? At least. I think that's about right. So... <laughs> <laughs> So back to the Skyway, let's explain what it was. So again, I said it wasn't particularly, you know, special or unique because this was a gondola system that you would see at any state fair that you might go to going from one end of, of the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The fairground to the, the other. The fairground to the other. I was trying to think of, not the, not the thoroughfare, but there's a word for it, the, the midway. One, that's what I was looking for. One end oh, of look the at that. I learned something new today. Midway to the other. Yeah. But this one, the reason it was special was because it was in the Magic Kingdom, and it could take you from Tomorrowland to Fantasyland or Fantasyland to Tomorrowland. And if you're going to ride Sky Buckets, why not do it in the Magic Kingdom Park? Uh, Absolutely. Another special thing that set this apart, it was fueled by pixie dust. So, you know, there you go. As, you yeah, yeah, as is so many of the attractions of Walt Disney. Don't look into that. No. No need no. to. Not nope. fan power for this attraction. No, no, as opposed to last week. Though, shout out to, uh, we got a Caps member who uh, weighed in on the conversation on YouTube, uh, on the YouTube channel of Monday Morning Monorail. So if you are a Caps member of said attraction from way back then, be sure to hit us up. Or if you're just a fan that enjoyed the Sky Buckets, also get in on the conversation, Monday that, Morning Monorail on YouTube. That's right. That's where you're going to find the video of these lovely faces. If you go back to last week's video, you'll see it was Duke Ha that commented. And he is actually a cast member, a frontiersman, if you will, that yeah. operates the Davy Crockett uh, Explorer Canoes in Disneyland. And uh, we learned a lot from him. And I'm not going to spoil everything that he said. There's a lot of really good information on there. There was. So, yeah. so please go check that out. And most importantly, he wasn't mad at us, which I was kind of worried about. Right. I was a little <laughs> mad he might be ticked off. I don't think we were like really bad-mouthing it. But we, you know, in typical Landon style, you were like, why would you do this in a Magic Kingdom park? In typical Landon style? Way to throw me under the sky bucket here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> or would it be from under the monorail? Either way, it's right going to hurt the monorail. Yeah. No, but uh, but no, it is awesome. So go check that out. And we always welcome, either way, you're a cast member or you were a fan that was passionate about these rides, or maybe maybe you feel the same way as Landon does, and they were a waste of time. And, and <laughs> <laughs> Man, and I'm going to get so much hate mail. No, no. People know I'm kidding. <laughs> but the Sky Bucket. So the reason we're kind of exploring and, and going on these rants and uh, tangents is just because there's not a ton to say about them. I mean, you you know what Sky Buckets look like, I assume. Um, you you understand that it's a transportation system on a, on a cable that takes you from one place to another in a small little compartment. Uh, apparently in Disneyland, the Sky Buckets actually started out. Well, first of all, they looked very much like buckets, which is why they called them that. But they could only hold two people at a time. In Disney World, by the time they opened, I'm, I believe they opened with a capacity of four. Of course, I wasn't yet even existing at that point or even thought about. But by the time I rode them, they definitely hold, held four. And I personally, the Sky Buckets or something, Skyway, I guess I should, I should keep saying, is something I really did want to talk about just because I have fond memories of riding the Skyway. I mean... I think that it falls right into my wheelhouse of kind of why did I name this podcast the monorail? It's not really an attraction, but it is. And I and I like that it's a unique transportation method. It's the same reason I like the friendship boats. Um, you know, I love I love staying somewhere like the Swan and Dolphin and hopping on a boat and going to Epcot. You know, yeah. that that's a sweet way to get to the park, right? All of those things. And the Skyway is the same way. Yeah, you could certainly, you know, walk 
through the hub, walk through the castle and get from Tomorrowland to Fantasyland if you'd like to do that. Or you can fly. Yeah, walking's for rubes, you guys. Exactly. So now my memory of it, and I'll talk about this just for a minute. Um, I remember feeling like the buckets were safe, but it was always like one of those things where you're like, (laughs) man. You know, maybe, you know, if I rock this thing too much, we're going down, you know? Yeah, yeah. Definitely one of those things where you're standing close to the edge. It's like, maybe don't get super close to the edge. Or, or, you know, if there's a strong breeze, brace for impact. Right, right. Because they would rock. Um, yes. On the cables, so you could you could get them moving, you could rock them, uh, but they weren't going anywhere. You know, one of the misconceptions about why these things closed down was people thought there were safety concerns with the Skyway, and really that was not the case. No, no one was ever injured on the Skyway at the Magic Kingdom. Landon, I know you were referring to there was an incident in California. Yes, there was. It's one of the few instances where California outflorded Florida. A uh, man decided to, and he later admitted this, going to court with, against Disney. He decided to jump out of the sky bucket for reasons and uh, he, he, he hit a tree outside of the uh, Alice in Wonderland attraction and apparently got pretty injured uh, was going to take Walt Disney to court for $25,000 but leading up to his trial date he did later admit yeah I just kind of jumped out again for reasons so uh, there, there was uh, in at least in our uh, you know show prep and stuff like that there has only been one injury and it was self in, self-inflicted and yeah. zero fatalities. So I know that's one of those Disney, you know, uh, myths that has perpetuated out there. So let me and Jay be the mouth mouse busters and, you know, uh, myth busted. Myth busted. Was that guy's name Joe Dirt by any chance? Because that totally <laughs> sounds like a Joe Dirt story. I'm going to jump in that tree. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Classic Joe Dirt style there. And then suing 25,000. I bet he got that number from Dr. Evil. Um, yeah, throw up the pinky. Though you have to remember, like back uh, back when uh, this ding dong decided to uh, take flight from the sky bucket, I'm sure twenty five thousand dollars was a whole lot more money than it is now. You know, what up inflation? I right. Suppose. Yeah. It's, so I guess that would be like taking somebody to court for fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, you're the numbers guy. Make something well, up. Well, you know. <laughs> I don't know when that incident happened, but I'm just even even if you go like a hundred percent increase, that's fifty thousand dollars. You're taking Walt Disney to court. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. That's a low number, but not that I'm trying to encourage people to be litigious. <laughs> that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just saying, if you're going to be that guy, why are you shooting for twenty five thousand? The know. Monday Morning Monorail podcast does not endorse no, nor no, no, uh, no. nor condone any self inflicted injuries to try and sue uh, the Walt Disney Corporation. Yeah, and it's probably you're probably not going to get away with it. No, no, especially now they got cameras coming out of every orifice, yeah. so you know they're going to see it. So. The Skyway at the Magic Kingdom Park was built by uh, Von Roll of Bern, Switzerland, and they built similar sky rides for over 100 amusement parks, theme parks, and exposition, exposition grounds. So this is what I'm telling you, that these things, <laughs> you've, you've seen, you have seen them every... If you didn't get to ride them at Disney, I'm sure you rode these exact things somewhere else. Um, Seriously. One difference between the Magic Kingdom and Disneyland was that the sky buckets actually went through the Matterhorn. In Disneyland, which I thought was really cool. Very cool. Yeah. And, and uh, I don't know if you found this in your notes. Uh, there was a line that Walt used to say. It's like, why Why do you have giant holes in, in your mountain? And and Walt would say, well, you know, it's a Swiss mountain. So, you know, <laughs> might as well have holes. And also, it was designed by, by a Swiss company, the yep. Sky Bucket. So, you know. Oh, my gosh. You know. That's such a dad joke. 
I love it. <laughs> it really is. And you have to imagine Walt Disney, you know, with the with the cigarette right here doing the point. <laughs> well, you see, it's a Swiss mountain. I love it. I'm on board. Waka waka. I did not know that joke, but I love it. <laughs> the Magic Kingdom Skyway was removed in 1999, and uh, it was part uh, as part of the renovation of Space Mountain, and the Tomorrowland station was demolished in the summer of 2009. So there's, there's no remnants of this anymore. Um, and really, in Fantasyland, the station was demolished for the tangled the famous tangled restrooms <laughs> themed bathrooms welcome to disney world baby i was gonna say too what i remember is the station in tomorrowland kind of looked real municipal like you might imagine it looked like public transit station kind of in Fantasyland, i remember it looking like a like a log cabin or like a chalet in the mountains or something mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, and if I remember correctly from my notes, the chalet lasted, uh, I think it was one of the last standing remnants of this yeah. attraction. Yeah, it was. It was. And, and that was because uh, until the Fantasyland kind of revamp and when they when they did the Tangled Theme bathrooms, uh, it lasted till then, and that was 2012. So really, yeah. just, just six years ago, it, it was still a remnant of that attraction was still around. One of the funny things that I found was uh, Disney's official statement when they removed this from the park was basically it was part of the ongoing effort to phase out some of the older attractions and introduce new things to keep our parks exciting. Uh, well, for, that's a super universal line right there. Well, <laughs> but it's also really funny too because here we are talking about the stations weren't even removed till 2009 and 2012. So what were they really <laughs> making room for because the stations were the things that took up more room and it wasn't the cables in the sky. They didn't put anything up there. So. No. Mm-mm. And Disneyland, it's no longer open in Disneyland. That actually closed in 94 and uh the only other place that the sky skyway was open was in uh, tokyo disneyland and it closed in 98 so even a year before the magic kingdom so there are no more sky buckets in magic kingdom parks anywhere Uh, but going back out to the left coast i did want to point out in uh, the finding of my notes i thought it was interesting part of what really brought on i guess the discontinuation of the sky buckets was the matterhorn's structure the you know big giant support that held the matterhorn up it was starting to uh, show some cracks and Mm. fatigue and they needed to repair it so they were faced with two options one tear down the matterhorn and build it and like you know i guess reinforce it then build the matterhorn back up or take down the sky buckets yeah. and they clearly went with option two there you go there was a safety concern but it wasn't for the skyway it was for the matterhorn exactly yeah, yeah. so you know we're, we're talking about a ride that's no longer with us um in the past we need to come up with some phrase for this i keep saying r.i.p and you say you know <laughs> Uh, R.I.P. in peace. R.I.P. in peace. Uh, we need some sort of like uh, rest in attraction heaven or something. R.I.A.H. Mm. I don't like the... We'll come up with something else, but... Or, or listeners, hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> but let's... Give your really long convoluted Twitter handle that they can hit you up at. Morning Monorail. It's not that There long. you go. <laughs> he says you. But let's talk about the future for a minute, because... Here, we're talking about something that you can't do anymore and remembering, you know, at least in my case, remembering it fondly. I don't know if you if you felt the same way, but yeah, I mean, you you talked about the view and like I remember when I went on it, it was before the Dumbo ride got Mm. the enclosure so you could look down on the Dumbo ride. And uh, when I wrote it, it was also when, uh, uh, you know, leagues was still running. So you were able to look down into the 20,000 leagues. Yeah, I thought I thought that was pretty cool as well. So, so I do have fond memories. And also like my little brother standing on the other side of the cart trying to rock it back and forth. I'm (laughs) like, Tyler, no, we're all going to die. Knock it off. (laughs) Of course he would be doing that. (laughs) So 
So good. Okay, so so we both remember it fondly, and we're going to get to relive those memories in a way, because gondolas are coming back to Walt Disney World. I mean, if you're a listener of this podcast, and I guess you are, because here you are, you will know that to this point, I've been very vocal about my support for the Skyliner coming to Walt Disney World in the fall of 2019. I've heard that a couple times on this podcast, yeah, yes. Yep, yep. And uh, I continue to be very excited about it. And I do feel like it's kind of, it's like a nod to the past while looking to the future, which is something that Disney does in a really nice way a lot of times. These gondolas, instead of taking you from one area of the Magic Kingdom to another, are actually going to transport you from resorts to parks, which is even better, an even better way to do it, right? I am absolutely on board with riding the gondolas from somewhere like Pop or Art of Animation to the studios or Epcot, um, or even between resorts, because that's something you could do, too. You're over at Pop, you want to go try out Sebastian's Bistro at Caribbean Beach, hop on the gondola, and by the way... What's what's that one place uh, at the uh, Safari restaurant with the with the bread service that I hear so oh, much Sanaa. about on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go hit that up. Well, okay, so that's interesting because I have heard that if the Skyliner is a successful experiment, that they might expand the Skyliner to Animal Kingdom. I mean, the Animal okay. Kingdom, the Animal Kingdom Lodge, which would be great because right now that's a deluxe resort, but the, your only transportation option is the buses. Yeah, which- it feels very. Remote and, yeah. and and excluded from from all the other mass transit that Disney has going on. So so hopefully fingers crossed this is a success and yeah. we can see that uh, expanded to the uh, lodge. I would love it. Um, I think that would be really cool and that would be a nice little perk. All the other deluxe resorts, when you think about it, have other modes of transportation uh, aside from just buses. Typically, it's either the the monorail if you're in the Magic Kingdom loop or the or the boats. Uh, yeah, boats. Hitting the parks by water, baby. Yeah, so so it would be nice for the Animal Kingdom to get that love. But you're going to have stations for the new gondolas at Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios. At Pop Century, Art of Animation, they're going to share one. And then the hub is actually at Caribbean Beach. And then there's also going to be a station at the new Riviera Resort that's still under construction. So, And all of the stations are going to be built in the style of whatever they're closest to, right? So at the International Gateway at Epcot, the the hub's actually going to reflect uh, the European pavilions with metal and glass canopies, hand-painted murals. Wow. Yeah, so so trying to fit in with the aesthetics uh, of whatever's surrounding them, which makes a lot of sense. So, And it'll make each ride, I guess, feel unique depending on where you're going or coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing that I've been thinking about with the gondolas is I, I have had the question, how fast are these things going to go and how long will it take me to get from one place to another? I actually, 70 miles an hour. It's Disney's Fast and the Furious, y'all. 70 miles an hour. So white knuckle trip in the sky. <laughs> um, but Definitely want to make sure there are some accidents on that one at hey, 70 miles an hour. Hey, hashtag no AC, right? So we, that 70 mile an hour will be a cool. nice breeze in the gondolas. Um, <laughs> but no, actually... Uh, according to notesfromneverland.com, the gondolas are going to travel somewhere between 11 miles per hour and uh, 12 miles per hour. They, they said s- okay. the specific notes they had were 11.4, so they round down to 11. So that's a pretty good clip. Yeah, um, I mean, that, that'll get you there. Uh, and, and again, it beats, you know, waiting for a bus. Faster than you could run. So, yeah. Well, says you. <laughs> Depends on what you're I, running to, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I have some uh, very deceiving fat guy speed, if I'm being completely honest. Very Chris Farley-esque. You know? 
this website, based on their estimate of the speed, uh, did the work for us and basically calculated travel time between locations. And this is pretty cool. I recommend you go to note, uh, notesfromneverland.com and check out these. Uh, they got a spreadsheet, and then they actually add the calculated time between stations onto the map of the Skyliner, which is nice. But let's say, for example, you wanted to go from Art of Inf- Animation, Pop Century, to the Hollywood Studios. In total, that's about a 12-minute trip. Now, here's the thing. That, wow. That's, that's quick. The longest trip you're ever going to take, according to their notes, the longest trip will be from either Art of Animation Pop Century to, um, to Epcot, which will be 17 and a half minutes. Now, if you think about it, that's like, okay, let's say 18 minutes. That seems like kind of a long trip, but really... You're not, it's not like you're standing and waiting on a bus where you're like, you're sitting there doing yeah. the, like, you know, the, the silent movie thing of like, where is that bus? And putting your hands <laughs> on your hips and tapping your foot. Yep. You, you don't have to do any of, any of that because the gondolas are going to be continuously moving through the stations. So really, I don't think, unless you're leaving a park at night and you're waiting in a line to get on a gondola, I don't think you're very often going to be waiting very long to get on a gondola. So the travel time that you have for the Skyliner is really just going to be walking from your room or from wherever you are in the park to the station, and Man, then just awesome. and yeah, and then just riding on the gondola. So you're you're on your way. The shortest trip will be from Caribbean Beach to the studios, and that's nearly four minutes, three minutes forty nine seconds. So, Dang, that's what's up. Yeah, so that is wow. that is a quick trip. And then just as a comparison, if you wanted to go like Riviera to Epcot, that's kind of middle of the road. That's six minutes. Still, but I mean, again, like you pointed out, uh, what an eighteen-minute trip. Yeah, that's yeah, that long. does sound like a long time. But you don't take into account that time waiting for the shuttle to show up, and then you have to hope that there's a, a seat. Otherwise, you're you know grabbing pole, heading over to a you know whatever attraction you're going to, and. Like you pointed out, unless you're at the end of the night wanting to get on this thing, it does seem like it's going to always constantly be moving. And if you're moving, it, it's not going to feel like it's going to take that long. Yeah. So that sounds awesome. Continuous loading. It makes a big difference. You know, think about things like uh, the Haunted Mansion or Spaceship Earth. I always feel like even when those lines are long, because they're continuous loaders, it just doesn't feel like it's that long because yeah. the line's always moving. You're always moving, so it tricks your brain into thinking, oh, well, you know, we're making progress. Yeah, it's better than just standing there doing the silent film of being frustrated that your bus Hands on there. your hips, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Looking at your cell phone, it's like, this thing was at 80% charge, now it's at 2. Yeah. What's up, Apple? Shaking or your Samsung head. or Google? I don't know who your cell phone you know, provider is. Getting frustrated, yelling at your kids because you're hot and tired. Uh, and then it's even worse for me. I don't have ki- I don't have my own kids to yell at, so I'm yell yelling at other, other people's kids. kids. And it's like, sir, you're making a scene. It's like, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> so this was a bit of a, a mixed M3-4D, looking at the past but looking into the future of what's coming in. And I kind of like this style. I kind of feel like in, in the future, if we have attractions that have gone away but they've been replaced with something, maybe we ought to double up yeah. a little bit and, uh, Absolutely. and do that. So, you know, everybody keep a lookout for Stitch's Great Escape coming soon. Right. Exactly. Yeah, we got a few things to talk about there because there, as we mentioned, as we mentioned, that's been kind of a revolving door location. So yeah, like like uh, I know there's a term in the restaurant industry for a location being snake bit. It kind of feels like that spot in uh, Fantasyland or Tomorrowland, excuse me, kind of snake bit. Yeah, almost like a witch's curse. Ooh. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for today, Landon. Um, anything you wanted to say, or did we pretty much cover all your notes today? 
Uh, I think we covered everything in my notes. Let me double check here real quick because I took the time to take some notes. On your post-it note. Yeah, uh, no, it's on my notes app. Thank you very ah, much. Okay. Um, I guess the only thing I wanted to point out that uh, that we didn't get to talk to, I think this is a really cool, or rather, it was a really cool way to get from one end of the park to the other. And unlike, you know, that super cool Harry Potter train at Universal, you didn't need a park hopper pass mm. to ride it, you know, True. to get from uh, Universal to Islands of Adventure. So, you know, good on you, Disney. Hey, you know what's really cool about the future Skyliner is just like the monorail, you'll be able to ride this without a park pass. So, oh, really? Yeah, That's sure. Cool. Because, you know, they're outside the parks. You'd still have to go through security and ticketing before, you know, you get into the park. So um, another thing you can do for free, boats, gondolas, and monorail, and and then food at the resorts. Are you kidding me? Do you even have to go in the resorts? It I truly is the most magical it. place on Earth. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, Landon, thanks for joining me today. Uh, next week, a little teaser. M34D is going to look a little bit different. As you may know, the Switcheroo Skidoo is happening next week with Dillo's Diz. And uh, I'm I'm just going to tell you, you're going to want to tune in for this M34. You're going to want to tune in for the whole thing. But in particular, M34D is going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So come back for that. It's going to be fun on the bun. Yeah, come back for that. And until then, you can fill your time by listening to Landon's podcasts, all of his library of podcasts. Go catch up on them. He's got Near Fall Radio. He's got... Uh, the Got Talk, the Game of Thrones talk, and you can listen to the Butt Bunch Chips Variety Pack. Oh, yeah, I forgot I did that thing ever once. <laughs> all all of these can be found on buttmunchchips.com. That's Landon's centralized hub for all things Landon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what a sell job right there. And no, we don't sell chips. I had to explain that on a radio hit I was doing with the Good Brother Rap this week. We do not sell chips. No chips. Because uh, if you think dealing with the FCC is confu- or frustrating, try dealing with the FDA. Exactly. Yeah. So on my way out, let me plug my Twitter. L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me. Land it down. I'm the best. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. We will see you next week. Question mark? Welcome back to the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. Hope you enjoyed M34D today. We were talking the Skyway. No longer with us, but we also looked ahead to the future Skyliner. I don't know what the Skyway is. They were the little buckets that went from Fantasyland to Tomorrowland in the Magic Kingdom. Okay. They closed in 99, so you probably didn't. Yeah. Goodbye, way, Skyway. Oh, wow. He really, you should have seen his face after he said that. He was was, really anxious for it, and then he was very satisfied. (laughs) So, all right. We've been teasing it. You've stuck with us through two grueling segments of the Monday Monday morning monorail. Monday morning monorail. (laughs) And now it's time for the payoff. So, who wants to say it? Who wants to tell him? Mom should. You think mom should tell him? Okay. Coming soon. I have Victory Royale. accepted a position in Florida. Not just Florida. In, well, De Leon. Well. Which is really close to Orlando. Yes. Therefore. We're moving. We're moving. To or- Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's there? I, I don't know. There's like a 
park or something. Oh, there. it doesn't sound several. important. <laughs> I've heard there's several parks down there. Uh, um, there are parks everywhere. It, you know that moose guy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? That the moose, moose from, from the National Lampoon's Vacation? Is that Bullwinkle? No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. You don't remember the moose? It, it, because it was supposed to be like an analogy for Disneyland, but there was a big moose that yeah, was their they, mascot um, instead. And they sung the song. Yeah. M-O-O-S-E. Yeah. So, starting next summer... Yes. Because we're, we're kind of going to move the family down in pieces. Sam has to start her position in January. Yep. And we're going to stay because McKenna is working on graduating from high school. Garrett's yes. finishing up his eighth grade year. So... In May, the rest of the family will go down and join her. So for a while, we'll have a bunch of episodes where we're going to have to bring Sam in live via satellite. Yeah. But then, starting in May, the Monday Morning Monorail podcast will be broadcasting live from Orlando, Florida. We're going to be able to experience things as they happen. So We'll be able to look at Disney from a distance. The next time we <laughs> could. We'll pull out our telescopes, we'll see the Epcot ball. Oh, yeah. We could. Do in Disney episodes. We absolutely will do in Disney Disney episodes. In the Epcot ball when it opens up again. Maybe, maybe we'll even get to add some more videos to our YouTube channel. Oh, I know I will. Yeah. You want to know what's crazy? One day we could wake up because we're going to get the passes. Annual passes. Annual passes for Florida residents. Yep. And we're going to wake up one morning and we're going to be like, hey, let's go eat a beer garden tonight. Yeah. For oh. dinner. Oh, and yeah. we can just go we're gonna be able to sample all the things we're gonna do so, so much, much food and wine cheese. we're gonna do so much food and wine oh my we're god gonna, we're gonna do the eat to the beat concert we can, series. Go down, we can go down and have um a couple days in in disney for christmas we could do christmas we in can disney just go do the runs if we ever felt like oh man what if i feel like running a disney marathon which yeah we never could sign happen, up for a disney though. marathon because no. we'll be right down the road we can do it me and mckenna could do a 5k or yeah, something we could go I shopping could 1k <laughs> we could go shopping instead of going down to um the shopping centers we have here we could go down down shopping at disney Downtown, springs yeah i almost called it the old name that shall not be said Ooh. disney springs that's right if Morimoto has another event, we can just pop over there and go see him. And I can sob on his shoulder. Yeah. And be like, I love you. There's an event coming <laughs> up. I wanted see, to. Oh, we can see Guy Ferrari. We could oh, maybe go meet Chicken Guy Fieri. If we met Guy Fieri, um, <laughs> it would be great. Yeah. Fight um, him. So many, so many opportunities. And I feel like it's really going to take this podcast to the next level. I mean,. It's nice that we got to go this year. I was a little worried. I was like, I wonder how long it's going to be till we get to go back. Yeah. But. The summer. Sooner than sooner, you think. Yeah. And more frequently than you think. And I think that we're going to really earn our, our ears. Yeah, I'm going to have the world's largest collection of ears. Yeah. I oh mean, my gosh. We can get so many, so much Disney merch. So much Disney merch. Our house All, is going to be crammed full of we Disney should get to, We should get a huge um, Mickey ears for our house. Just on top of the house? Mm -hmm. And for our cars. Maybe they, <laughs> I wonder what they did with the earful tower that they took down at, uh, and I'll say it for, for Jim and Frank, hashtag forever NGM. I remember. It was the it water was tower water that tower. had Mickey ears yeah, on top of it. Yeah. They moved that. it. We could put that in our front yard. Let's go find it. Oh, we could get a little miniature one. <laughs> or I want the wizard hat that used to be oh, yeah. there. <laughs> they could put that on top of our house. <laughs> no, we could um, crush we, the house. We really could get a miniature version of the Earful wa tail. water. Yeah, mm -hmm. and put it in our yard. We could. So have like a yard from That'd be neat. Yeah. That'd, that'd actually be really cool. I agree with that. 
I had other options and other possibilities of moving, and uh, Justin told me if I picked one of the other opportunities that I had to purchase DVC with that, him. That was the deal. If we were going anywhere else and the pay was going to be good enough, then we were buying into DVC because I was like, if we're moving farther away from Disney, we're going to need some reason to go back more frequently. Yeah. So DVC would have been nice, but uh, but instead of that, we're just gonna we're just gonna live there. And, no, and we're just gonna live there. <laughs> the hypothetical we're is real. We're gonna live in Disney. See, mom, you had to choose. And now <laughs> you get to stuck. live in Disney. You're stuck outside. <laughs> I, I. It's really crazy how it all worked out too, because this company contacted me, and um. I wasn't even going to apply for it because I didn't know it even existed. Um, Maybe they heard the podcast and they're like, you know what? I don't we need to bring so. them on down. Everyone that would be really cool. <laughs> I don't think so. Everyone who works there is uh, not podcast savvy, I would yeah. say. They're a little bit of the older generation. Hey, they may listen to this. You better watch it. <laughs> hey, I'm going to get to know them and they'll all be like, did you say on your podcast we're old? And I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. I'm so excited, though, because I really do think that this is going to really enhance our content. I think it gives us a real legitimacy because because when there's things that are happening that are limited time events, we're going to get to go do them and see them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just realized this means we're going to get to see Illuminations before it goes away. Yeah. And we're going to get to see the temporary show at Epcot, we're that gonna be Forever able, Epcot. Oh, we're going to be able to go to so rides good. right when they open. Yeah. We'll, we can get we can get fast passes. We'll be down the road from Black Spire Outpost. Is the temporary one the kites, or is it no, not the kites? No, no, no. The, okay. The Forever Epcot is the one that they're going to be um, kind of tipping their hat to the history of Epcot, which is what it should be. But whatever. Yeah. I can go to Hollywood's no, no Hollywood Studios and get fast passes all, all the time. Mm-hmm. Put my With put my magic band nest. on there. Yep. It's really cool. Oh, I can use my magic band before it dies. Exactly. <laughs> I, I still got three years left. We can get left. special magic bands. Yeah. Oh yes. my gosh, we can get magic bands when they come out. Because there's a magic band. There's a magic band wiki, and it tells you like new ones that just came out. I have to do some ser- um, searching tonight. So I'm I'm ca- I'm sort of a magic band collector. Magic bands are awesome. I, I want all of them. I, I said that what we ought to do is make like, you know how you make um, rings that go around your Christmas tree, like paper rings? We should do that with magic bands and make like yeah. a chain chain that no, goes around that the Christmas tree. That means we spend too much money. <laughs> we'll, we'll build it over time. You know, as, as the magic bands don't work anymore, then we'll... I am really happy to hear all three of you uh, feel this excited about this because I can tell you I'm a little nervous about moving on my own, um, but I'm excited to have you guys there with me. Not so thrilled about being by myself for a few months. Yeah. Um, but well, we, we don't want you to be away months. for a few months. I, I know. Of course, Garrett's like, it's only a few months. It's only a few months until we're going to be there, and we're going to have to deal with alligators, but... That's okay. UA is going to fight them for yeah. us. No, no, no. Ringo will. No. <laughs> no, no animals near it. Those if there's killers. An, if there's an alligator in the backyard, alligators we just let you out. Alligators are just big dogs. With my alligators are just big dogs. Have you seen that video? No guns. Where um, <laughs> he's like petting uh, the alligator well, and it's being really friendly. No, they're not big dogs. Um, they're not. They are they're responsible evil. for sharks. Are the deaths right, of innocent people. No, I would not. like to say I think the deadliest animal on this earth is eater. Eater. eater? <laughs> <laughs> 
What's an eater? <laughs> the eater of <laughs> an eater, eater an of eater. souls. It's either he lives in the the core Garrett, I will of the earth there, and I will fight you. It is either yeah a hippo or a buffalo. Okay, I don't know what that has to do with what we're talking about. Oh, by the way, gators. You know how I said sharks animals. are are um, just big dogs. I saw a video. This guy was cleaning an aquarium wind, window thing. A shark came up to him. He started petting it. He like went and let him pet his back, and he was like really loving it. That shark was Sharks very happy. Sharks are just big dummies, and that's oh, a they're, fact. they're so nice. <sighs> okay. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you all to take any of this advice that the kids are giving you about going and making friends with sharks or alligators. We do not no uh, su- support those no. statements. No. In fact, that could probably get you killed. So. I'm just really excited for the opportunity and this company. Um, what they're offering was comparable to places that are more expensive to live. So yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled that our family is going to be able to enjoy Disney often. And I'll have a, a good job there. Mm-hmm. Um, and now Justin is uh, looking for a job mm-hmm. in, in accounting. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but Soon I will seriously. be. Disney, if you're listening, he needs a really good position. <laughs> yeah. One of the things I was trying to say as we were getting carried away with uh, excitement was when we take a look at the lineups for things like the Eat to the Beat concert series and we see like Smash Mouths on there. Oh, we're so yes. there. We can easily go see shows like that. So somebody, there. We somebody, have to see somebody, Smash somebody, yeah. They pulled out this year, but maybe next year they'll be back. Somebody, somebody, somebody. Right. Thanks, Garrett. Go, go see Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth. I can't talk. You're today. a mush mouth today. I can't talk. Smash Mouth and eat it. Chicken guy. Ooh yeah! Try. We're, we're going to be able to try all 105 sauces at Chicken Guy. Oh my guy. gosh! It's going to be flavor time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> McKenna's going to make a music we're video live, dancing with the chicken and sauces. We're going to live in Flavor Town. <laughs> in Flavor Town. Um, one good thing is we'll get to try out that ice cream place that Allison was talking about that has the flights of ice yeah. cream. Uh, Ample Hills. Yes. Yeah. That'll be cool. Yep. I don't know. I'm I'm super thrilled, super excited. And then when all of our friends come in to visit Disney, we can maybe meet up with them somewhere in the parks. Yeah. I'm super excited. It's going to be a really, really neat experience for the family to to be somewhere different Mm -hmm. and uh, try something new. With that, I think that's probably enough excitement for the day. Uh, one question I would have for our audience is if you're a person who maybe grew up somewhere away from Disney but moved to Orlando for a little while or maybe you're even still there, what was that experience like for you? Do you have any tips for us? Oh, yes. Any, any thoughts, suggestions, warnings, anything like that? Because we'd love to hear it. Or you- if uh, you live in Orlando currently and you have a basement for rent <laughs> for five months. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't want to live with anyone. <laughs> but yeah, anything like that. And where can you interact with us? You can do that at Monday Morning. Nope. Wrong. At Morning Monorail. Morning Monorail. At Morning Monorail. We're Monday Morning Monorail on the Instagram. We have Monday Morning Monorail at gmail.com. We also have a voicemail. We're on Facebook. At Gummy Bear King 2 on Twitter. <laughs> Gummy Bear King and on Gummy YouTube. Bear, yep. Are you going to uh, make Gummy Bear any, Garrett on, on Instagram. You going to be making any new videos for the holidays, Garrett? I probably, I'm doing the Christmas countdown again this year, but also I'm sprinkling in animations. Okay. Since I've found a way to make that a lot easier. Yep. 
super talented. Yep, go check out Gummy Bear King and check out M34D on the Monday Morning Monorail YouTube. I wore a special hat this time. Oh. So you got to go see what hat I wore. I was going to wear a fedora in honor of Frank Aww. in solidarity with Frank. What are you saying awful? Aww. I'm about to come over this table at you. Oh. Um, Daddy's going to fight you. But Do it. fedoras don't work well with cans. So I couldn't couldn't really get my headphones on. I couldn't yeah. find a way to do it. So, but just know. I have all the hats hidden away, Dad. You can't have them without the gatekeeper. I was wearing. What are you talking about? Oh my! <laughs> What's a gatekeeper? Did you take my fedora? It's gone. No, the Pluto hat's right there. And the fedora was over here. Kenna, what's a gapekeeper? Oh. Did you take my fedora? I'm the keeper of the hats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Grounded. We're going to have to end the show now because I'm going to have to go beat up McKenna and find my fedora. So thanks for listening. I appreciate all of you. Thanks for interacting throughout the week. By the way, I wanted to say really quickly, we had a huge download month in November. We didn't quite make the milestone that I was talking about. We were two away from 500 downloads in November, which is which would have been awesome. But you know what? That just means we got to do it in December. So tell, your, tell your friends, spread the word, get, get people listening to this show, and we'll continue to try to deliver the best show we can week in and week out. Chicken nugget. Okay. <laughs> All right. Have a magical week. We'll talk to you next one. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all real soon.